Hey Hubsters, I am Jesse Brockle, joined by the amazing Ashley Geist, and this is the Hub Chatroom, a space created to explore the brain, belly, and body with connection in mind. These labels that we use in mental health field are not inclusive. You're either healthy or disordered. What the heck happens to the rest of us who fall inside of the stigma sandwich? We get lost, and I say, no more. Welcome to a space dedicated to learning and growth, a soft place to land, and a sturdy place to climb. This is a movement that I feel can change the way we approach wellness. And although we work hard to bring inspirational, educational, and impactful info to you, it does not in any way take the place of counseling or dictate a clinician-client relationship. This podcast is for enjoyment, and we encourage you to consult a professional if needing specific services. Let's freaking chat. Okay. Time to start? It's starting. Okay. Welcome, Hubster Chatroom listeners. Welcome back if you're returning, and welcome for the first time if you are just joining us. My name is Ashley, and I'm here with Jesse. Hello. We're going to talk about holidays, Mm -hmm. holiday time, and how to navigate that when we're not feeling especially merry or cheerful or Christmassy, because we know that there are a lot of messages that float around about how to feel at Christmas time. But if we're very realistic, even if we love Christmas and we do have a lot of fun, different seasons of our life look different. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk about the holidays when maybe things are looking different. Maybe we've experienced a loss of some sort, um, how holidays have looked different during the pandemic, all kinds of things. So Jesse, can you start us off? Oh gosh, well, I was driving over here today and just kind of thinking about, well, thinking about all the shopping I need to do Mm -hmm. and the preparations and, you know, just reflecting on the past month that we spend so much time and energy. And then there's this culmination of things that last a day. Right. And and then what? And then there's this drop off. And Mm -hmm. I was really thinking about how we change throughout the years, especially from last year. And I know a lot of us and a lot of people around me have really experienced a lot of loss Mm. or Mm. changes in what the Christmas season or what the holidays actually look like. Yeah. And that can be really hard. It can be a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it got got me to thinking, what, what do we do when the feelings that we have on the inside don't necessarily match what the expectation is from others during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And gosh, I, I can't imagine but feel kind of lost in that right. and a lot of pressure in that. Mm-hmm. I and, think of discord. I think oh, of like yeah. that. Feeling fake maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you show up as your authentic self if your insides feel stressed and anxious like you're out of time and then all the way around you, you hear, you know, jolly music and people are um, supposed to be connecting with others and you're supposed to be in this grateful attitude and mm-hmm. just doesn't mesh. Yeah. Um, it makes it almost impossible to be authentic mm-hmm. without being really a Debbie Downer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody so, wants to so be womp. I know. <laughs> yes. So true. Um, yeah. We don't want to be that, that right. Debbie Downer. And mm-hmm. yet sometimes that is where we're at. Mm-hmm. And that's a challenge. And I think another challenge that comes up too is the range of emotion. Mm-hmm. How let's say we are going through something tough, but we do hear that favorite Christmas song. And for two minutes, maybe we are kind of uplifted and we're like, oh, I really love that. 
I think that's okay too. And it is sometimes that back and forth, or maybe we decide to make our favorite cookie or someone, you know, surprises us with a card and we do have that moment of cheer. I think sometimes that is a tricky thing too, because then that can be confusing. Or if we feel like maybe we have gone through something tough or someone around us, is it okay to be happy? Is it okay to have an afternoon of fun and games even while we're going through something hard. I think of especially families who've lost someone and what a challenge that is. Mm -hmm. And yet, are there funny moments? Are there little things, little moments of levity? For sure. And it's completely okay to enjoy that and just feel the range Mm -hmm. of her feeling. Absolutely. You know, and one of the things I think about is Christmas time has always been a time of reflection for me. Mm. Kind of looking back and thinking about what is come to fruition, uh, what have been the challenges, what have been those mm-hmm. hardships. And I think it's a good time to honor um, those experiences, mm-hmm. especially if things have changed drastically for you. Yeah. I know, uh, you know, people experience loss. If you have had, a, you know, the death of a loved one, or maybe your family looks a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. if you you have families that go through divorces, right. and then visitation looks a little bit different. The holidays mm-hmm. look different for both parents and children and extended family. Right. And so there's some grieving that goes along with this process. And as we come on to the holidays, I, I imagine it can be really difficult to navigate. I know when my family, when I got a divorce and my family kind of started to look a little bit different, it was really difficult for the kids. They didn't know how the traditions would change. Right. How the expectations would change. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there were some good things, of course. They were really excited Ah. to have two Christmases and everything like that. But it, it does get really difficult. I think one of the most important pieces is talking about it mm. and not just like pretending that this is the new normal. I like that a lot. And so that idea of talking about it, where do we find a safe space to talk (laughs) about it? How do we go about that? Ah, Well, I think you have to be really intentional about Mm -hmm. it. You know, with kids, I think we should always have this ability to have conversations about expectations and about the future. Okay. Which is kind of a not normal. Um, I think a lot of times we have conversations only because we have to, Mm, you know, so true as a result of something or as a reaction to something. Oh, I need to do some education around this. When things are going to be changing, I think it's super important to sit down and say, Hey guys, this is going to look different. This is going to feel different. And then also allowing them to have some say in Mm. how that difference is going to look. That's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It gives them a little bit of power and control yep. in that that conversation and in those choices. And I think can really lead to some beautiful moments mm-hmm. of just discussion and understanding. Yeah. Something that comes to my mind too is being authentic with children and teens and saying, right. I'm feeling challenged by this, or this is making mom or dad or whomever kind of feel sad, Mm -hmm. or I'm wondering what this is going to be like and owning that with them. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Keeping kids in the dark about the way you're feeling when you're going through things doesn't teach them that those feelings are okay, that those experiences are absolutely okay. It's okay to feel sad. that things look different. Mm -hmm. And and it helps them understand that, hey, those feelings can exist, but we can pivot 
in and out of them without avoiding them or pretending they're not there. Mm -hmm. And I think when we do pretend that they're not there, that's when we run into a lot of issues with people maybe doing things to avoid or mask those feelings that don't feel as good. You know, we might see, you know, substance use, those Mm -hmm. kinds of things kind of coming up because that's an easy, accessible way for us to just kind of pretend those icky feelings don't Mm -hmm. exist. So it's finding a way to kind of sit in that ick and also help your kiddos or any other family members wade through that ick Mm -hmm. with you. And knowing that you're going through the ick helps make them feel better about when they don't feel good either. Yes. That kind of normalizes it for them. That's so beautiful. And when you say the idea of that, um, you know, turning to something else, turning to that numbing, I also think of like over shopping, overeating. Yes. Absolutely. You know, substance abuse, absolutely. And I think we can trick ourselves sometimes into, well, I just do this little thing that might not be as bad for me. And when they can be, other things can be just as distracting and just as damaging too. And I really like what you said about normalizing that process for children and adults. And I think when we when we have hard conversations too, we, we just tend to not want to approach the subject. Mm-hmm. So it's the elephant in the room and nobody right. wants to like talk about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially if it's a loss of somebody who's really important in the family. Yeah. You know, we don't want to mention grandma or, mm. you know, talk about her not being here, but it's evident that everybody is feeling that she's not here and this is Mm. different and this is sad. And so just really acknowledging that I think can be really powerful. I really like how you put that. It's the element in the room. Yeah. Let's talk about it Mm -hmm. instead of, and I think too, (laughs) it's that idea of when we avoid our feelings, a lot of times they circle back bigger than if we would have owned them in the first place. Right. If we would have just had the conversation or, or had those moments of, Cheerfulness, or maybe we need to excuse ourselves and have a moment to ourselves, or you know, a conversation, and come back with breaks or something. Well, and be gentle with yourself. The holidays can be just really complex for a lot of people. Yep. You have childhood memories, you have uh, you know, young adult memories, you have adult memories, you have extended family memories, and and it can come at you really fast and really hard sometimes. And so just being gentle with yourself, allowing yourself to feel the things that you're going to feel mm-hmm. regardless, but then again, finding those pieces that you can be joyful about right. those, you know, like you said, when that song comes on, being able to kind of set aside and just be present yeah, and be thankful. I love that. Mm-hmm. So what tips do you have for doing that? Because I think we've had, we've named some great ones, having the difficult conversations, um, acknowledging what we're going through instead of pretending. What are some other things that you'd give people? Number one, don't force yourself to celebrate. I think forcing anything Mm -hmm. is really inauthentic. Mm -hmm. And the goal is for us to show up as we are honoring the feelings and, and the actions that we we want in our Mm -hmm. lives. And so being open to what has happened in our lives, Mm -hmm. allowing us to be in the space that feels the best to us and not feeling judged because other people might be in different spaces. Yes. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Some people get into Christmas and the holidays very much. It's it's a very (laughs) big thing for them. And, and they might be in a different headspace. 
but we don't have to phone it in. We don't have to smile when we're not feeling Mm -hmm. that joy. I think too, is something that comes up to my mind is um, we also need to let people have their space, whatever that is. If we are the jolly elf and someone (laughs) is not feeling it with us, that's okay. They get to do that. Um, Or if we are the one struggling and not feeling it, and our family or whomever is really enjoying themselves, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That is okay. How about you? Any ideas on what we can do moving into the holiday season? Yeah. One thing that I would say is carving out time for you, and it doesn't have to be the most time because it is a, a really busy time of the year, but what are those things that you kind of do to reset and refresh? And for some people, that's alone time. For some people, that's togetherness time and community. And I think prioritizing those little things. And I would say, too, holding on to the pieces of our routine that we can keep going, that will keep us feeling grounded, healthy, positive, safe, any of those things. You know, if it is that morning cup of tea or a bedtime routine or something, leaning into those things. Because the holidays can get really hectic with... Um, we were just talking about like extra programs, school programs, church programs, travel, guests, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. It's exhausting. Um, sleeping in a different space, maybe, <laughs> you know, doing extra chores, yeah. all of that. And so really trying to lean into those health, basic health things, basic routines. And then if there is upset, um, if there is house guests or if someone is traveling, what are those little things that you can do on the road or those little things that you can do just to kind of give yourself just a little bit of grounding in a time that can get really busy and wild. Another important thing I think is to surround yourself with your people. Like you have, many of us have certain people in our lives that kind of just ground us, help us to regulate and and manage other more difficult things if there are difficult things. Mm -hmm. The changes in routine, the the extra people around the house, the hustle and bustle. And so choosing to do it with the people that you care about can really help you feel able to get through this holiday season and be joyful and feel good. I love that. And I would add to organizations or groups or um, virtual spaces too. You know, Mm -hmm. if someone has a podcast they always listen to, well, keep that date, you know, put that podcast on while you're doing chores or something, continue to have those inputs those inputs of good going on. Absolutely. What do you think about, you know, as people have life changes, Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts about creating new traditions? I love that. I think that's so fun and very empowering. Mm -hmm. You know, I think of maybe someone whose family does look different in some way. Well, what's a new tradition that maybe this new family structure could do for the first time? I think two other things that that could be, what is something that we do to remember someone? If someone has passed away, what is something special? And that kind of goes back to your let's own what we're feeling. Let's say a family has had a major loss. Is there something we're going to do special to honor that person? Mm-hmm. And it, it could be anything, sky's the limit, right? It could be um, doing a volunteer something for someone to just say, you know what, my special person passed away this year. Um, this is in memory of this person, or maybe it is doing something brand new, or maybe it's doing something they loved. Maybe it is making someone's favorite food ever and saying, you know what, this is grandma's favorite recipe, or um, this is whomever's favorite recipe, favorite joke, favorite Christmas movie, Mm -hmm. and really leaning into that and saying, we do this in honor and in memory of this person. And I think that's a way to kind of sometimes bring people closer as well. I agree. 
I agree. Those new traditions can sometimes help heal and kind of set the stage for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and bridge a lot of maybe those um, more difficult feelings, more difficult experiences, yep. and turning them into something that really becomes a special part of that family. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Have you ever done that? Have you ever started a new tradition in your family? Oh my gosh, so the funniest tradition, and I in, I had so much like pushback Okay. From this, from my family. Like, they're like, are you kidding me? Of course you'd come up with something like this, right? So it's on Thanksgiving, and yes. my mother had given us a turkey hat yes. about three years ago. Yes. And this hat is, like, the most obnoxious thing you had ever seen. And so that Thanksgiving, we I, I forced everybody... And grandmas and grandpas yes. and like visitors, everybody yes. to wear this stinking hat and tell me what they were thankful for. And <laughs> it's like a nice counselor activity, it was, right? That's exactly what my kids said. They're right, like, like oh. really? We're not in session. Like, we're not your clients. But I'm like, we will do this and it will right. be great. We're all and together. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so every year we've done that. And yeah. now I don't even have to like bring it up. Mm. And it was funny this year because we actually lost the turkey hat. The turkey oh, hat no. is MIA. <laughs> so this year we're getting ready to eat and my son goes, well, mom, we haven't done the turkey hat. And I said, gosh, you know, I couldn't find the turkey yes. hat. He said, wait a minute. He runs downstairs and he gets a, a Minnesota Vikings hat that we had gotten <laughs> from a football game years back. And it's this big braid. Funny. And, and yes. everybody went around and said oh. what they were thankful for with the Minnesota Vikings hat. I love that. <laughs> and so something that they really resisted. Yeah. At first has now become something that they have thought about and look forward to. That's so cool. I know. I think mm-hmm. it's really neat. Yeah. And and, it, and I think it really helps them to think about what kinds of traditions they want to have in their families. Mm-hmm. You know, my kiddos are, I have half of them are, are graduated and in college yeah. and probably going to be starting families of their mm-hmm. own. And so they are going to have to come up with what the heck does this look like right. in my own family? Yeah instead of the family that I grew up in. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I would say, too, that's encouraging for listeners. Yes, if you get some pushback, if no one likes your thing, well, maybe don't Force give up. Them. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with using your muscle to get them to do what you want. Maybe there's like a two-year minimum on the new tradition or Absolutely. a three-year. We're going to do this three times. And then if it, okay, that's our trial period. <laughs> fun. That's such a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing too is, you know, to to remember that during this time when things are so busy and so stressful Mm -hmm. to just take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, I I think it gets really confusing, the buzzword, you know, self-care and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, prioritizing your mental health. That can be really vague and and really difficult to know what that means. And I think it's different for everybody. It is. Um, So I think it's finding what resonates with you. You know, for me, it's, it's being alone when for a lot of other people, it's being with people, but for Mm -hmm. me, it's being alone. I like to, um, tell my Alexa to play some Christmas music. I like my coffee and I like spreading all my gifts out on the table and wrapping them all by myself. Okay. Yes. And it just, it's kind of a action that I can do without having to think and worry. And I can think about how the gifts are going to impact Mm. the people that I've chosen them for. And so for me, that's really recharging. So Mm -hmm. that's something that I look forward to during the holidays, especially when I'm feeling really overwhelmed Mm -hmm. um, because things are hectic and crazy around this time. 
Mm-hmm. That's so good. What does it mean for you specifically, Ash? Like, it's being alone is as it? well. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we celebrate the holidays alone. No, do I'm you kidding. think that's because we're with people I all the time? I was just going to say, we're around a lot of people. Yeah, I do think that can be a part of it. But I think that's personality quirks sometimes true, too. True. It could be a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, it is putting up the tree and putting on the ornaments. And I'm a big believer in if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to do it when it comes to decorating. Mm -hmm. And there are years I put my tree up on Christmas because that is when I was feeling like it, Mm -hmm. Christmas Eve, you know? And I think that's okay. I think doing something that we feel like doing, in my opinion, in my opinion, uh, I don't, I'm like, this is my holiday celebration. And so it should feel celebratory. It should not feel like another job or something that has to get done. And so that's one putting up the tree calmly with some Christmas music <laughs> and yes, maybe some cider. Um, that feels really, really good. I also like to look at Christmas lights. I think just that, just the fun going around town and seeing what's up and uh, what's decorated and what's sparkly or taking a walk if it's nice enough mm-hmm. just to see Christmas lights and enjoy that. So definitely that is a little, a space of recharge and kind of reflection. Well, whoever you are and whatever has happened in your life over the past year or two, Whatever space you're showing up in this year, honor those experiences and those feelings. Mm. Show up proud of who you are and where you've been. And try to be as authentic and present as possible. And take care of yourself and the others around you uh, through this holiday season. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.